Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope that this podcast finds you well. I always have to stop and say thank you so much for allowing Authentic Conversation to be a part of your day. Uh, I truly, truly appreciate it. This is a um, team effort at the end of the day. And so thank you so much. I um, got a phone call. Um last night because it's now in the morning but not early early in the morning anyway but I got a call last night yesterday was really quiet it was a good for me personally a good Valentine's Day and I hope that you guys had a good day and if you've heard my podcast for Valentine's Day um prior to now you understand that it's a real tough day for people <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry that it's a tough day for people because you know, throughout the whole entire year, if you are in a relationship, it seems to be the holidays like Christmas and Valentine's Day for if you have a significant other, tends to be the day that you, um, I guess, guesstimate or glean what your relationship is based on, I guess, the gift and most of all based on their um, presence in your day. And it's like if you're spending time with somebody else or if you are calling somebody else or something like that, then you are more or less saying that you love them. Or that's who you want to be with. And you know what I said. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you with. And so I just find it a real interesting day. And it is, or it appears to be an indicator. But don't be fooled for two reasons. One, I think Betty White said, gifts are just to make him feel better while he's on his guilt trip kind of thing. Or the fact that people have learned that, if I don't do nothing else, this is where I have to be. So, you know, if nothing else, you the main chick. If he here on Valentine's Day, it don't mean that you the only one. So, I just want to put that out there. Take it for what it is. Um, anyway, so I got this phone call. And um, it was about somebody that, again, obviously mutual um, person in our lives. And, you know, I was just thinking about it. And now... You know, when people know about your situation, regardless of what it is, it does give them some level to be able to talk about, right? And again, we talk about it not out of spite or not being gossipy or anything like that, but just really trying to figure out where all of this happened. And one of the things that I do know is that if people don't know about it, they can't talk about it. I was told that in Inception before I got into a serious relationship. You know, if they don't see it, they can't talk about it. You know how people are like, oh, did you see how he treated her? Did you see da-da-da-da-da-da, whatever? And most of the time, people just want to show the good side of their relationships anyway, which is fine. Nobody cares. Anyway, but I was just thinking, because I've known this person for so many years, and I've known them since they got into this relationship, so I've known the relationship from the inception thereof and all the ins and outs of it. And I'm like, you know, nobody wants anything to go left or wanting to go bad, but when you think about the foundation of something and you think about all the things that has transpired up until now, you can't really be surprised of the events that take place. And so now it's like, it's just watching this 
reality TV show. But again, it's these people, and I said this the other day, speaking about a public figure or entertainer, you know, it's just like it's now all reality TV watching this stuff play out. And it's just unfortunate and sad that the people that you care about, you know, uh, having to go through stuff. But then you think about at the end of the day, it's like making these decisions, right? And then when you're close to people, you're so close to them, I feel like they can't really hear you or they can't really identify or they can't really get it because now they've made some kind of thoughts because again if you know about their life they sure enough know about your life and so that might be a blinder to them you know or again you know trying to prove something that you really don't have to prove we all understand that people make decisions to do other things from when they decided to do something else prior to. And they have that choice. And so I was just like, I'm not surprised. And again, like, I'm not really trying to, like, deal with this right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, <sighs> Valentine's Day. Just Valentine's Day. And so I feel bad for men, but this is the thing. For certain men, I feel bad that they end up having to get the scrutiny based on what other men have done. And then I appreciate those men who, and unfortunately, I'm sorry, guys. Unfortunately, it'd it be about men because y'all be doing the most sometimes. Like, y'all got a history of doing some stuff. So not that we don't, but we don't do stuff like y'all do, especially when it comes to relationships and it comes to infidelity and all that stuff. Like, y'all be doing the most. Oh, my goodness. And so... um. I'm sitting here and I'm talking about it and I'm thinking about it and I'm just like, again, the foundation wasn't right. And so we want to make sure going forward, because sometimes, you know, the storms and stuff come to happen in order to clean up stuff, to remove stuff. And then you got this debris that you got to clean up and people have to really be willing to do the work, especially when you, in fact, say that you want to be a part of somebody's life. And again, when you decide that you're going to get married, and maybe this is relationship week or month or whatever, but when you decide that you want to get married, E-D, right? When you decide that you want to get married and you get married, then certain things is just no. It's just no. It's no maybe. It's no let me think about it. It's just no. And I feel like people who have, some people who have gotten married have opted out not to use that word no and then they feel like anything and everything goes and then another thing that I found that if you you know if the foundation was okay we can do this and we could do that and this is okay and this is and now nobody went back to the table to sit and renegotiate but in your mind in your mind, you have already decided something that you have not brought to your mate. And now you're going, we, this is what we're doing now. But there was no discussion about it. And now you just saying you need to get on board. Like, that's a bit unfair. And it causes a lot of problems. And so I think I'm better now because, again, 
you know, when you're so close to people, you find yourself getting emotional. And I've mentioned this before, too. You, you more, I'm more emotional than you. Like, I'm more upset than you. Like, I'm ready to get in the car. And you, like, like I'm like, what were we doing? Oh, we got to do something. This is unacceptable. And But I'm, I'm proud of myself because, again, even on the night, I just, like, you know, okay, I hear it. And I, I see the growth in me, able to receive this information and get the information to, you know, reasonably, reasonably respond in the way I think I could respond because ultimately at the end of the day, it's up to those two parties as to what they're going to do. You just want to make sure there's no physical harm done, you know, um, in anger or in hostility or in fear or in whatever it is that the moment is going on. So, you know, all is calm. All is calm. And so I'm pleased about that. But I was just thinking like foundation is just so important. Just like when you start on a lie, you know what I'm saying? Eventually that lie is going to come out. It's very hard not to, um, it's, it's very hard to keep it under wraps because the truth seems to have its way of manifesting itself. It's like if you drop something down in the water, in the brick or whatever. If it's there for too long, eventually whatever is holding it down is going to deteriorate and eventually it's going to snap and whatever that you had waited is just going to float up and it's going to appear for some reason. So um, it's called, what is called the flotation thing or whatever. You know how water works. So I'm just thinking about that, but in in the inception so I was talking to a married person and you know was reading the scripture and it it seemed to come out first Corinthians chapter 7 and it was like you know your body is your husband's body and your husband's body is your body and so I was like you know there's ownership there and then they were like well I don't own him and he doesn't own me and I don't like that word and da 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 and if that's the case I don't want to be married blah 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 all that stuff and I was like it's not and of course um this the other verses go on to, you know, about intercourse and, you know, making sure that, you know, you stay consistent with being intimate with one another so the enemy wouldn't come in and creep in and stuff like that. But when we're dealing with scripture, it's based on the both parties actually being in agreement with this is the faith and this is the practices and these are the principles that we're going to actually walk by. And so a lot of times you have people who have different values, different principles. And I thought about the other day, that concept of not being unevenly yoked. And so when, again, it goes back to foundation. So if you have people who don't honor marriage and don't honor fidelity and don't honor, um, loyalty and don't honor truth and don't honor certain things and you do then again there's going to be a place where there's an impasse because it's like all in vinegar like it's just or all in water like it's just not going to mix it's just not going to work and eventually and it's not somebody speaking negatively or somebody hating or somebody not wanting it to work. Like, that ain't it. It's like, it's just not mixable, right? It's like an ingredient. It's like a recipe. Like, it got to it gotta go together in order for it to come out tasting good. If, if you just put in 
whatever you want in the mix and then mix it up and then bake it and then think it's just going to taste good like that's not that's not what it do that's not that's that's not formula that's that's not how it works and so you know it kind of behooves me when we talk to people and I'm sitting here having conversations with people and I'm like so going back to the ownership thing so now it's like no it, the fact of the matter is when you marry somebody they now have rights and responsibilities and obligations and permissions that you afford them or you award them or they um become it becomes theirs based on the fact that you have a union with them a civil union that's why people get married most of the time because now they get these benefits that they wouldn't have had in the singleness or now they get um opportunities that they went had in singleness and so that's why they get it or now they have responsibilities that they wouldn't have had in singleness you understand what I'm saying so that's what I'm talking about and there's a level of ownership there it's not that that person doesn't have a free mind or free will or can do whatever they want to do no we're not saying that but we also recognize that in marriage there becomes an accountability or in a partnership in a relationship it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you guys went and, and made it a union a civil union and got documentations and all that it doesn't necessarily mean that but the fact that you decide that you're going to be with somebody and you tell them and y'all discuss and agree to be monogamous and be um to each other and for each other then there becomes an accountability that you must have and when you decide that you don't want that accountability then that means that you don't want that relationship the way it was originally established and if that's the case then that has to be discussed or it has to be dealt with and I can't stand this now well you got to look at my actions and all this stuff don't get me wrong I am a person that looks at your actions but I'm a different kind of person when it comes to certain things so when you have people who in their minds have said well I got this contract with this person and I got this with this person even though (laughs) this person is not doing and adhering and practicing and you know and doing everything that the contract says I still got this and it's like no you don't have that they have breached the contract they have breached it and so not only do you not have ownership you don't have accountability you don't have loyalty you don't have faithfulness you don't have any of that and so it's like what do you do And this is real talk for real people that are really going through relationship stuff and and their marriages and they don't. And unfortunately, it's more so women and men, but are really going through these things on, on, and and, and to me, I'm looking like, you know, what is it doing to you that you gain, you have a contract And somebody just, like, looked at you like, that don't mean nothing. And if you're saying that that means your word don't mean nothing, your signature don't mean nothing, it don't mean nothing. Because you're just going to do what you want to do when you want to do it, how you want to do it, irrespective to who's involved, what you're doing, how you're doing. And then I'm thinking, like, yo, for real, like, you're in 
We're in a pandemic, which is telling us to shelter in place or, you know, be consistent with one person or be here or stay six feet or wear your mask and everything. And you're freely just all in and out and about and all like, ew, like you're doing the most. And so then you don't value not only our covenant and the contract that we have, but you don't value my safety. You don't value um value my life and so when you have people who are close to you that sit here looking at that and it's like my goodness and then you sit and say well then that person is not valuing their life but it's like it's become this thing where now you're more looking at another person and what they should be doing and how they should be doing and totally have lost focus on what you should be doing and how you should be doing and are you okay? And it becomes really messy and it's based on foundation and please don't get me wrong. You know, I understand that you can do all the checks and all the balances and, you know, and it all look good and you believe that you have a firm foundation and You've done all of that and you had the inspectors come in and look and everything and you go to build and you build and you and you build strongly and the house is standing erect. You know what I'm saying? The window's been put in everything and it's beautiful. And even in that, then however, some storm comes in. So then I think somehow as I'm talking that and it becomes this individual to individual. Because, again, if my foundation is right, even if I put something else within my foundation or join myself to another foundation or whatever, if indeed that does not work out and somehow it messes with my structure, somehow it weakens because I know it was a time where people were... They, they they already built it and then they have to, you know, they wanted to make it smaller or they wanted to split it up or whatever. And somehow when you're doing that, you're weakening the foundation. If indeed you don't have the right architect and you don't have the right beams and all that other stuff put in for it to really weather the storm. And then irrespective, the storm is going to come. But again, I feel like if our foundation is right and the fact that we build on it properly then anything that comes if we have to start all over we start all over based on we still have a good foundation you understand what I'm saying so that was some of the things that I was thinking about and the things that I had to um kind of address on today but I look and I think that I know it's not as clear cut because love in and of itself or lust or whatever it is that you want to call it that we as humans and people we we get involved in and you know my mom used to say god bless her soul you know she used to say it's easy to say hello and hard as hell to say goodbye because again so much stuff gets put in it and then it's like you know again when we talk about 
a cake like once you bake it you can't go back in and take out the sugar <laughs> you can't go back out and take out the salt you can't go back out and take out the pepper that you put in there by accident for whatever reason thinking it was chocolate maybe I don't know but you just can't because you done did it already you can't just take it out once you mix it together you can't just take it out and be like okay I'm gonna start over in certain instances and that's why we have to be so careful but I also want to encourage us to know that regardless of where we stand and what we have done and how it has been, that I do believe, I know it's not as easy as said and done, and some people just don't want to, but to start all over. And then starting all over is starting with you. You understand what I'm saying? It's starting with you as an individual, as a person. You know, I know I had to go through a whole lot of um things and assessing and list and writing and praying and you know just all this stuff and just one day and at a time and you know just just thanking God for good people and people around and going to therapy and all kind of things in order just to start all over again because once you become this married person or experience being in a relationship with somebody for a duration of time, now you got to become single again, which I've mentioned this before. You have to become single again. And another thing I was telling somebody the other day, which they said, you know, it would probably be nice to talk about, but the fact that, you know, understanding that, you know, it takes two in a relationship. You cannot be... And this is male or female. You cannot be the only one. It's just truly unfair to be the only one working on your relationship, trying to keep it fresh, trying to keep it interesting, trying to be engaged, trying to do the most. Like you, it's just not fair to you as an individual, you know. And so when I realized at the end of the day, you can't be with somebody who don't want to be with you. And you know what? It's okay. Yeah, it hurts, but people get to change their minds because even when you're telling me you don't own another person, if you don't own another person, then you clearly understand that they get to change their minds for whatever reason. And it doesn't make you less than. It doesn't make you not a good person. It doesn't make you not the best woman in the world because another man or a man decides that he don't want you anymore for whatever reason. And maybe his intent from the get-go wasn't the authentic, real intent to love you and to care for you and to provide for you or whatever it is that he said he would do or whatever it is you faction in your mind that he would do or could do, but it's okay. And so I'm just tired of people having to feel as if they have to pretend that they have something that they don't have or um, stay in something that's not helpful or beneficial or whatever. Again, if you if if two parties are not willing to do it collectively, like you're not willing to do this. You've already breached and broke and destroyed and ripped up and signed another contract somewhere. Because the fact of the matter is, Wendy, you decide to sleep with somebody else outside of your spouse and you actually go and do it, then you have created another obligation contract with another individual and outside of like you ain't no businessman or businesswoman in that sense so get out of my face and then I was talking to somebody talking about you know and there's a spiritual component to it that people don't want to think about and talk about 
Because we in class now and talking about, you know, putting on the full arm of God and we wrestle not against principality. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and all of this stuff in high places and all this stuff that we're wrestling with. That And then and so you got time to be cultivating and doing the most with other people sexually and um, emotionally and all this other stuff when you have something that you said that you was going to do here and you're not able to meet that obligation that I feel at the end of the day as a man or as a woman then that clearly needs to be stated again I get it's gonna hurt again you know what I'm saying I'm walking around thinking everything is cool we good we fine or whatever or knowing sincerely that we're not okay we're not fine and again you're not willing to fix it and work on it how do you stay in that why would you stay in that are you supposed to stay? And this is the thing. Please don't tell me you stand out of some obligation to God because you're not even doing anything godly. Like you're not going to church. You're not reading the scriptures. You're not praying. You're not doing anything to line up with what God wants until it says that, oh, well, I got to stay with my my mate because God said don't leave. Or, oh, um. I got to stay because I made a covenant or whatever. And you're trying to justify staying in something that probably wasn't even sanctioned. Because it could be permissible, but not the will. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm really trying to figure this out. I just, you know, I'm just really trying to figure it out. And it's just unfortunate. Of course, you want people to be happy and whole. And again, marriage is a whole nother, you know, animal in and of itself. And it, it, it can get complicated and convoluted and stuff like that. But I am a firm believer on the fact that what the foundation is, how do we start this? You understand what I'm saying? Like, if it starts on a lie, eventually it's going to come out. And if you're not able to overcome that. And another thing I wanted to say, too, is that when you break somebody's trust, please understand that it takes a whole lot in order to gain that trust back. And irrespective of whether people say we cool and we good and all this other stuff, pretending, whatever, there's no trust there. When you disrespect somebody publicly or privately, and we know what respect is, you know, it could be subjective to many, but it takes a whole lot to be redeemed from that. And what I find is that people are quick to break that trust and to be disrespectful. And yet and still, they don't have the gall, they don't have the moxie, they don't have the stamina in order to go through the process of rebuilding that trust or repairing that respect part of what needs to be done in order to move forward. And don't get me wrong, we mislead each other all the time because, again, we still here together. So 
It's like we cool, and yet and still there's this elephant in the room. Yet and still there's this mistrust. Yet and still there's these lies. Yet and still it's this, oh, well, now I'm going to get a little bit more clever. I'm going to get a little bit more tricky. I'm going to do a little bit more of this, a little bit more of this. And it's like just going, just, just building upon building a foolishness and muck and mire, and eventually it comes tumbling down. And I understand that some people just want to live in dysfunction and that's just how they live. That's how, you know, organize chaos, whatever, you know. And again, if it works for you, fine. You love it. I, you like it. I love it. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not my monkey, not my tree. But from observer and on looking and seeing, I, I do get to say what I perceive to be the problem. You understand what I'm saying? I perceive foundation to be the problem, how it started. I perceive that the fact that trust has been broken and, you know, disrespect has been very prevalent is a problem. And as adults, we're not living like that. Like, that's not okay. And it's not in an arrogant sense, but it's like you are worthy of, as a human being, Forget what you done or didn't do or whatever. You're at least, you know, worthy of respect. My goodness. You understand what I'm saying? You're worthy of that. You're worthy of love. You're worthy to be able to be with somebody that you can trust. At least to a degree of not stabbing you in your back or turning, you know, turning away from you or leaving you ASS out because they're selfish or because they decided that they wanted to do something else and not do it in a fashion of its decency and order because that is a thing. So maybe this is relationship week. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is because I'm just like, my goodness. Mm, mm, mm. Imagine my face. 